You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Hey, Bible students, you've probably heard a lot in the recent past about what's going on in Europe, in the Ukraine, in Russia, following this uh, very interesting and important war that's going on that is affecting everybody one way or another. You've probably heard the, the news commentators giving their view. You, you've probably heard you know, the odd general who's been brought in to give his comments on it. You've heard of the people who are you know, giving the view of, of their television station or the, their media outlet, whatever it might be. But how many people are really dealing with the Bible? And that's where Bible students really want answers. Like, it's not a matter of what you think will happen. It's what does the Bible say will happen? And wouldn't that be so much better just to be able to settle oneself as to what the Bible does say will happen? Well, look at how the Bible uh, says things for itself. Like, I've given you the background view here that's come up this week of James Webb's telescope looking at the universe with, uh, uh, you know, eyes that can see as far as anyone could ever see. And isn't it true how it supports Isaiah 14, verse 24? The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. As I have purposed, so it shall stand. And it doesn't matter how far you look, you will still see what God has created. God wants you to see his work. He wants you to believe that there is a God behind life on planet Earth. Well, look at what he has said about the things that are happening now. He has said it's a time to prepare war. In other words, get the war machines together, wake up the mighty men. That's Joel chapter 3. We've talked about this before, but we need to look at it again. Proclaim you this among the nations, prepare for war, wake up the mighty men, let all the men of war draw near, let them come up, and then beat your plowshares into swords, your pruning hooks into spears, let the weak say, I am strong. What an interesting prophecy that is being fulfilled before our eyes. You know, it's, it's fascinating to see that after, what, four to five months now, this war going on, that the nations, these nations are running out of ammunition. The nations are now realizing the value of certain weapons over other weapons. They're, they're seeing how the war can go back and forth. It's, it's a time to find more people to come in and take the place of those who are exhausted. Surely it's a time of preparing war and waking up the mighty men. The leader of Russia, does he have hooks in his jaws? That's the question we started off with. Can you see this action that God said would happen? Well, what did he say? Ezekiel 38, thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. That's God's view of what this leader of Russia has to do. And so we have been, 
you know, looking at this, we don't know that this man, Putin, is the man that has hooks in his jaws. But if he does, he's going to be doing things that God said would happen. And, you know, there's a lot of things that he has said are happening. Like, it's not as if we just look back and say, well, what do we expect to see? What we expect to see is how he is working his purpose in Europe. He's got to have European nations with him. And it's interesting how being against Europe, Europe seems to be united, but maybe not that united, where you see Germany and you see France and you see Italy bouncing around. Like, can we really cut off the Russian supply of gas? So there's things that are developing, which would illustrate that this man who, you know, if you watch the news media, he's died a couple of times. But no, you know, he's still there and he's still in control. We want to be careful to watch these things as the Bible tells us. The distress on Israel. Yes, there's going to be more distress, but you can see it already starting with Russia telling Israel what they want them to do and what they want them not to do. But this is the time when Israel must turn to their God. And so far, we don't hear much about it. We hear the odd little indication that there is a God and and uh, a lot of prayer to God, but they don't really turn to God for their help. They turn to themselves. So what does Zechariah chapter 14 say? Well, Israel's got to go through more distress until they do turn to God. So in Zechariah 14 verse 2, it says, I'll gather all nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken. The houses rifled. The women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Now, Bible students will watch those points carefully and look at each of them to see whether or not that will happen. Well, you can well imagine that if Russia has advanced into Israel to come to the city of Jerusalem, there's been a lot happening to get that far. So, it, yes, it's going to humble Israel and bring them to their God. That's what the Bible says the outcome is. But now the people of Egypt are in great peril. Why are they in great peril? Well, because there's a Bible prophecy that says that this Russian invader will come right down into Egypt. It's in Daniel chapter 11, verse 42, where it says, He will stretch out his hand against the countries. The land of Egypt shall not escape. He shall have power over the treasures of gold and silver, over the precious things of Egypt, and the Libyans and the Ethiopians shall follow at his heels. Now, you see, there's a connection which Bible students will make. If the Libyans and Ethiopians are at his heels, then this connects with Ezekiel 38, which says that the Libyans and the Ethiopians will be part of those nations which will go with Russia. But this says they'll be against Egypt. Why against Egypt? What has Egypt got to offer? Well, they really have some significant things. The Suez Canal would be maybe number one. Because here's where Russia can get out into the warm water of the Mediterranean and then quickly through the Red Sea into the Indian Ocean. It's a great prize to have if you need to you know, take a country to get it. Well, Egypt's in the way. And Egypt also is threatening Russia in the, and the purpose it has with cutting off the oil and controlling Egypt with that basis. Because now with the gas that they're able to produce via Israel, and send off to Europe is certainly going to cut into the, uh, the ideas and the design of the Russian plan for the Middle East. The people of Egypt, the Bible says, 
you're in the way of Russia. That's why we, we watch it and why we take careful interest of in what's happening there. The nations of Egypt, or, or of Europe rather, before Armageddon, we know that these nations are going to be involved in it because when you read in Revelation chapter 16, this is the sixth vial, which we have mentioned before. It says, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They're the spirits of demons, the Bible says, performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them together to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. That's the battle of Armageddon, which if you go on and read, that's what it actually says. The only place in the Bible where it mentions it. But these unclean spirits that are like frogs, well, you'd need another program or two to actually go into the depth of this. But let me just say that if you look at this in detail, you would see that the frog-like spirit are the frog-like spirits relating to what? You've got liberty, equality, and fraternity. That's the, the spirit that's governing the democratic nations of the world. But these unclean spirits come out of the mouth of the dragon, which we would say is Russia. They come out of the mouth of the beast, which we would say is Germany. And they come out of the mouth of the false prophets, which we would say is Italy. So you've got Europe, you see, described in, in the passage here, which Bible students would see, but other people would never know it. They'd never know it. They wouldn't have any indication that it's talking about even our, our times. But Bible students are watching this carefully. The spirit of democracy, I want what I want, and I want it now. That idea is an idea which is threatening democracy and will bring these nations to Armageddon. United Nations. Well, what were United Nations set up to do at the end of the Second World War? But to stop what's happening in the world today. Has United Nations been able to stop Russia from going into Ukraine? Has it been able to help Ukraine to resist Russia? What, what is United Nations doing? Well, it's paralyzed. You see, in Luke 21, it says, there will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. That means with no way out, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear of the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth where the powers of the heavens will be shaken. United Nations, which was to stop this from happening, is absolutely powerless. We're watching it, Bible students. We're seeing that from, from the, the, the position of nations getting together to stop war, there is just perplexity amongst the populations of the world. They can't see any way out of this. And yes, what God has said 2,000 years ago is happening. We see these unworkable unions with uh, just trying to bring peoples and religions together, for which the Vatican is more than one of the number one movers of it. But what the Bible says that at this time in Daniel chapter 2, it says that the toes of the feet of this image were partly of iron and partly of clay, so the kingdom will be partly strong and partly fragile. And you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay. They will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. So, you know, he's talking about an image and an analogy of the kingdoms of men. He's talking about metals until he gets to the feet. 
at the time when God intervenes. And he says there's a time there where they're trying to bring nations together. But it's like bringing clay into iron and expecting it to cling, expecting it to be a strong bond. So the vision that the Pope has of being able to go to nations around the world, to go to religions around the world, to bring people together under the idea, well, we all worship one God, or however it is, it will not unite the nations of the world to resist what God has said will happen. And we just see that as an indication of how close we are to God's intervention. Bible says, again, the return of Christ is the answer. Psalm 72 says it all, and it says, Give the king your judgments, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son. He will bring justice to the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy and will break in pieces the oppressor. Jesus Christ is the answer because, first of all, he is immortal. He is the one person that at this stage is immortal of all the people that have ever lived on the earth. And he has the righteous character that's there, testable. You can see it in the gospel records. And he is the person who will come back with the power of God to be able to do what is needed to be done. Pray for the return of Jesus Christ and the peace of Jerusalem. Bible students, until the next time, may God bless your study of his word. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.